time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, February 28th, the last day of February. About ready to put that in the review mirror. We're going to start into March. What a crazy time it is. What's going on in Ukraine? Can't wait to get Matt Graham on here and get to talk to you about that. I also listened to the Les Parker's soundbite that he put into us. So great, great content we've got coming to you. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and realtors and builders, and anyone else that wants to listen in. Even got some consumers listening into it from time to time. Graduate students, people in finance, and colleges. We've picked up a pretty good listening group from within certain universities. Really a compliment. Love to hear from you. And thank you so much for many of you that have contacted me to let me know. Hey, a professor turned me on to your podcast. It's really good. Appreciate it. The reason they do that is because our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Talk about timely hot topics. Call today's hot topic segment with Brent Chandler, founder and CEO of FormFree, and Kevin Coffin, vice president of client and partner delivery at Freddie Mac. We're going to be talking about Freddie Mac's recent announcement of a capability that allows mortgage lenders to access home buyer income using direct deposit data. And as uh, FormFree is a Freddie Mac partner, we're going to hear all about that and how they're working together, how that came about. Obviously, Freddie Mac's major leader and the other, as we refer to him sometimes, the evil twins, Fannie Mae, their leader. But then here comes along a guy like Brent Chandler. Mr. Innovator, I got this idea. And I just love his energy and his positive outlook. And so we're going to have both Kevin and Brent on in the podcast. You're going to enjoy this interview. I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you and having you be a part of it. It's going to be great. So text me with questions as we're doing this. Again, text them to 512-632-2900. I'll be sure to put them on and in front of them as best I can. Let's get over and say thank you to some folks that we're partnered with, Industry Syndicate. Check out all the podcasts at industrysyndicate.com. They do a great job promoting our podcast, so check out industrysyndicate.com. Also, special thank you to the MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Be sure to get signed up for the Mortgage Accident Alliance application, Maw app, to have your voice heard, support what they're doing on the Hill. They're a powerful voice for us, and we're not the biggest group in the world. The, the Realtors Association has a much larger voice. So does the builders, and we need to make sure that we support the efforts of the Mortgage Bankers Association of America and what they're doing. The MBA does a great job. That's how you can do it, whether you're a member or not. You can download the Mortgage Action Alliance app, and again, have your voice heard because when you agree with something they're saying and you post it, it'll go out to all the various representatives, senators, where you're located. It's a great tool, great functionality in there. So also, Finastra's Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution, grateful for their sponsorship. They are a market leader in providing point-of-sale origination platforms. I'm going to be with them this evening. I'm speaking and moderating for Finastra at the IBCA down in San Antonio. We'll be down there tomorrow doing a session with all the community bankers flying into San Antonio. So for those of you listening, going to be there. Look forward to seeing you come up. Be sure to introduce yourself. Love to hear from you. Also, Lenders One does a great job along with the Mortgage Collaborative, both of these co-ops. 
just do a great job of communicating with vendor members and lender members. They get everyone communicating better. Again, it doesn't replace the MBA, but both these organizations do a great job of helping bring smaller, more intimate groups together to talk about your business. We've got the Lenders One Conference coming up. It starts on Sunday. It's out at the Winter Conference in JW Marriott in Phoenix. Look forward to seeing many of you there. Also, then the Mortgage Collaborative has their TMC Days in Miami at the Fountain Blue. That is going to be March 19th through the 22nd. And both these co-ops do a great job. And these conferences, be sure to get out to them. Also, one of our newer sponsors, Total Expert. Great to have them. They're a leading fintech software company that delivers purpose-built CRM. Love that. Purpose-built. Imagine that. It brings about greater customer engagement and helps so many. And they've got a new platform that they're going to be announcing on our podcast. So exciting. The Total Experience Platform. Unifies data, marketing, sales, and compliance solutions to provide a cohesive experience throughout and across the customer lifecycle. Check it out. Looking forward to having them on again as guests. We've got them scheduled for March 28th as a guest on the podcast. Also, Knowledge Scoop does that great job helping you with a learning management system. Go to trythecoop.com to find out about what's being released April 1st. Also, Mobility, MMI, and Modex. Both of these tools give you access to data that's so rich when it comes to recruiting. Both these companies do a great job at giving you intelligence and where to go, what markets to open up to, and who to recruit in those markets. Also, SnapDocs is an eVault solution that will help you simplify e-notes and transact across many partners. They're also doing so much when it comes to e-closings and just pushing the whole e-agenda forward. Checking them out. Also, the podcast we did interview with Vishal Rana here, and we did back in September. Very good information. They're still getting a lot of downloads. Also, Success Kit, Julian Lumpkin at Success Kit helps you tell your story through testimonials. Nothing more powerful than another voice communicating about what you do and have done well for others. Check it out. Success Kit, we interviewed Julian on January 10th. I encourage you to check that out. As well as Lender Toolkit, my friend Brent Emler there. As well as Penny Mac, so grateful for them. As well as Form Free, as well as DW Consulting. We're so thrilled to have all these sponsors be a part of it. Special thank you goes out to Rob, Les, Alice, Allen, and Matt, and Jack Nuttery for their contributions to the podcast each and every week. Welcome, everybody, to the Hot Topics segment. Very excited to have you here with us. It is February 28th, and we have as our special guest today, Brent Chandler, founder and CEO of FormFree. And joining him is someone I have really enjoyed getting to know is Kevin Kaufman. He's vice president of client and partner delivery at Freddie Mac. We're here going to be discussing Freddie Mac's announcement of a capability that allows mortgage lenders to access home buyer income using direct deposit data. Very interesting and form-free, not surprising, has formed a wonderful partnership with Freddie Mac and how they work together. We're hearing all about it. So, Brent, good to have you back. Kevin, good to have you joining us for the first time. Really appreciate both of you being here with us. Thanks for having us. Brent, I just love the innovation. I love how you find people that have the right mindset to really partner with you and how you do the same inspiring innovation at the GSEs. And specifically today, we're talking about is Freddie Mac. So Kevin, first time on the podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners who don't know who you are, get a little more information, who you are and what you're about. All right. Thanks, David. So Kevin Kaufman, I am the head of client and partner delivery at Freddie Mac. And what that means is really responsible for managing the ecosystem providers, such as Brent, LOS providers, POS providers. I get the great opportunity to work with pretty much anyone in the technology space that's on the market, as well 
well as the awesome opportunity to get to work with lenders in really implementing and optimizing solutions in the market. It's just a great culture at, at Freddie Mac. And I, I've been in this industry for a little over 20 years, and I can tell you I've sat in a lot of different seats from the loan originator to processing to compliance training to underwriting to loss mitigation back when we used to be able to knock on doors to collect checks and different things. And it was very interesting and went on and spent about 10 years developing uh, technology in the mortgage space. So Brett and I have had this conversation a lot in the past. It's been about timing of ideas means a lot. And I think Brent and team and working with us at Freddie Mac, timing matters in the industry. So really excited to be here and talk about this topic. We're really excited to have you here. And then on February 15th, Freddie Mac announced about this capability that allows mortgage lenders to access home buyer income using direct deposits. For our listeners unfamiliar with this news, walk us through how this all works. I think it's a great so encouraging. It is. And it's, it's one of the more exciting times, I think, to be in the industry for multiple reasons, okay. this being one. And I want to start off by saying, and I'll probably say it multiple times, but here at Freddie Mac, along with our partners like Brent at Form Free and the rest of his team, we believe we're building a better mortgage process. That's so important to think about. And so you think about all the costs, all the steps, all the compliance. We're creating all these wonderful things that are a part of your process, but how do you take a look at them and say, how can they get optimized? Right. And so at Freddie Mac, we have a mission that's focused on affordable home ownership, sustainable housing, creating access to credit and equity in housing. And so these things, and to break it down very specifically, I'm going to make it very easy for the folks to understand. If you're a client of Form Free Leveraging Account Check, you're providing that asset data, you're reviewing the, the report, and at that point in time, you have the ability to see the direct deposits from a borrower, which then can be leveraged as income. And so through our integration and our partnership with Form Free, we yeah. have the ability to really take that information from Form Free and be able to ingest it and come up with the desired income for that transaction that's accessible through the assets. Brent, I'm really interested in this partnership and how this all came about and how you fit into all this. Well, let me just say, David, first of all, thank you for having me and, and Kevin being able to talk about this important initiative that is, it really is a tipping point in an evolutionary cycle that's been going on for the past decade. It's probably one of the biggest in, enhancements and advancements of technology usage and data intelligence in terms of creating that greater efficiency in the mortgage process to date. Why? You say, how do these relationships begin? So Kevin and I have known each other for so many years now. We've become friends in terms of working together. But our true inspiration is really, as he said, creating greater credit efficiency models for everybody. It's not for certain types of individuals, but it's for everyone. And so the ways that we can begin to look at information differently from the source, this journey started with the creation of Form Free. We introduced ideas as early as 2009, and Freddie Mac was one of the first to begin working on theses towards improving the process, understanding the value of this data that was coming from the actual source. We could rely on it. So that then began all these inspirations that are now culminating with this announcement on February 15th. So the relationship started many, many years ago. The efforts and the work effort 
that all the teams put in. It's really an exciting, innovative time, to, as Kevin said, to be in this industry because we're seeing the culmination of that happening right. right now. To hold me in a seat is really hard. When we think about the impact it has on the industry and where it's headed, we're really getting to this place where instant information and the ability to evaluate that information and for consumers and borrowers to understand what they're capable of and lenders to be able to have, like I said, greater efficiency, but also understand risk. And for those investors, everybody wins in this situation. Right. And so to be able to work on that and to be able to provide pioneering ideas towards that and to work together in concert with a major organization like Freddie Mac, it's a dream come true. Could they expound a little bit more on the February 15th announcement? A little more color and detail about that, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, so we can bring it now. So the, the guide bulletin comes this week. You'll actually see it available within Freddie Mac's guide update on March 2nd. So the countdown is on. But to break it down, it's pretty simple, right? 93% of all people in our country, 93%, let that sink wow. in, are paid via direct deposit. And so when you're able to look at this information, validate, and so this could be Social Security, this could be VA benefits, this could be other levels of fixed income, or W-2, right? So it's really just those things that are truly a W-2 paid employee. And so by leveraging an account check solution, by looking at assets, right? And so if it's a W-2 baseline pay, you need 12 months. If you start to look at beyond that history of information, we're looking at a greater period of time, only looking at the income. But for something like fixed income, we're looking at a two plus month history to be able to determine, is this a repeatable source of income, right? And so you think about the borrower aspect of this, you have to think about it from the standpoint of how many times have you received the wrong documentation from a borrower? How many times have you had to make incorrect calculations, right, in your submission? And so once you get this from account check, you make your submission to LPA, we're going to come up with and we're going to tell you income's good, income's bad, you need more, whatever it is, and we give you that thumbs up or thumbs down that tells you what steps to take. But in the reality of it is, in more cases than not, we're going to be able to provide you with the sense of the direction that you need to go with this transaction at the point of sale, which is extremely crucial. Very crucial. Brent, you want to add to that real quickly? In the vein of uh, simplicity, anyone who is currently using our products in any capacity through a POS directly with us or a proprietary system, those folks that are actually using it, we count close to 3,500 lenders on our application today. And for any of those lenders that are actually using account check or have access to it and haven't used it, this is a compelling reason to begin using it on every loan. We think of it as really, to Kevin's point, 93% of Americans have a direct deposit, which could That's be evaluated. Yeah. It's a huge opportunity to streamline your market efficiency. This turns yeah. into, if time is money and margin is what we're constrained to look at growing, um, then time is margin. And this is going to cut 15 days in a process. It's going to be instant access. You have to opt into the program, but effectively okay. opting into the program enables the access to this data, and then we do the rest. It's really streamlining the process one step further than it's ever been. Love the innovation. Alice, let's get over to you for a question. Sure. I think this is amazing, and I love it. So you kind of touched on it a little bit on how to get started. It sounds like it's already there and, and plug and play. I'm assuming we just need to reach out and 
learn some more. Is that correct? Let me just say, to get started from this, as Brent just mentioned, so we look at it from an opportunity to help lenders optimize their process. So as we've been at this for a long time, you have to think about how many successes and failures have there been in implementing technology. I heard all the advertisements. It's amazing to hear all of the updates from Matt, from Alice, from you on the desktop appraisal. But what is success? Success is actually having a plan to implement. And so if you just go, we're going to turn it on and we're going to close our eyes and the world's going to be great, some of you might get it right. But in a large set of cases, what we want to do is engage in making sure that you're thinking about the things that matter. And things that matter are, have you trained your LOs? Have you trained your underwriter? Have you developed a marketing campaign? Have you analyzed what percentage of loans do you typically get that fit into the fixed income bucket? Let's develop that plan that's really going to start to build up success for your organization. Because we know in so many cases across our industry, loan officers are going to get comfortable with something until it doesn't work, right? And then once it doesn't work, they're going to go, send me all your bank statements and pay stubs and all of these things that I don't need. And you're going to say, because we're going to help you implement it and develop a process that tells you when to ask for the documents, why to ask for them. That's where we're going to really start to see the tipping point in this industry. And I can tell you, so from my seat, we've started to see that tipping point in the adoption of these tools in a successful, optimal lens over the past two years more than ever. Leaps and bounds of percentages of clients adopting and adopting at a high rate and seeing you utilization grow and grow. And that comes from, and I say this is part of the Freddie Mac edge that we believe is we're here to help. And so we have dedicated implementation resources that when you're working with us and we're partnered with Form Free, that we don't stop there, that we're not blind to the opportunity, which is, hey, who is your POS provider? Who is your LOS provider? So if I'm partnered with all of them, Brent's partnered with them, let's all come together and develop a plan that's truly unique for your operation to really make you successful. Yeah, that's such a good point. You're talking about is speed, which we get these loans done more quickly, and, and then which also has an impact on cost. Jack, let me dive in on this. Yeah, exciting. Have you done some research around improvement of cycle times in the loan throughput process and how significantly that's going to be impacted by this significant innovation? At Freddie Mac, we have. We've been spending a lot of time analyzing data of the success and failure points of these mm -hmm. types of solutions. And so you start to think about it. I want to say it was November of 2021. We completed a cost to originate study. We broke it down. It's available on Freddie Mac single family website that you can review this document. It is extremely powerful material. And so you take a partner like Brent and you put that into the mix and you say, what is this doing for a lender? And what we can tell you is that lenders are going to vary from size, right? So we did part of the study that you'll see within here, you're going to see large lender and what's the definition of a large lender, a medium lender, and then a small lender. And so what is the differences? Those lenders who are leveraging these tools are originating at a cost that's three times less than the wow. counterparts who are not. So I want that to sink in because that is so massive. And it so is. you have your variations of it. There are, even at the top, you see folks that are blowing others out of the water. And so it, it, it's a matter of, again, I think where it's come is some people think they have to be technology savvy in order to leverage these things. And that's not true. You have so many technology solution providers on the market that are providing this. Like Form Free, they're doing the hard work for you. They yeah. are integrated to the POS and LOS. And so how do we help you develop those best practices? That's the difference. 
between the tops and the bottoms is they've actually figured it out how to implement and get to their audience, which is what do they care about? A reduction of cost to their operation, a better customer experience, better mm -hmm. loan officer experience, right. right? So if you're trying to get new business in the door, and one of the things that we care about at Freddie Mac is a greater quality loan, which can't get lost in all of this, because that quality is just as important as any other aspect. And then finally, it's the creating access to credit, which is just so dynamic and, and something we're heavily focused on. Kevin, I think you hit on an important aspect of this that sometimes gets lost in the reduction of cycle times and the cost to originate, and that is this will tap down on manufacturing defects. That limits exposure seller servicers to Freddie Mac for future repurchases. And additionally, this will tap down on fraud in the area of income. When fraud shows itself, income and assets are one of the most prevalent places that you see fraud occurring in today's market. And Brent says it all the time, right? It's source data. How do we mm -hmm. get the source data? And that's what really allows all of this to work are those two things. And it's just so evident. So one of the other things that we do at Freddie Mac within my group is we work with lenders, as I said, to help optimize. And we've done cost analysis at the lender level with very specific lenders. You wouldn't believe the reduction of cost just in that very specific defect space, just that alone. And so we have the opportunity and we have resources. Like I said, we're here to help and we can help lenders think about it much bigger and we can help them develop just their own understanding of what their cost is, which is a baseline which starts to set everything in motion of why and how to adopt. Yeah, and I want to say we're going to put a copy of the link on the show notes for those of you that want to see the study that he's talking about, the cost study. I mean, Freddie Mac does so many wonderful things with their studies and what they're in. Thanks for sharing that link with me earlier. I want to make sure that we share that with our listeners. So you will get that link if you want it. Great relevant information, listeners. You need to get download that. So go to our website, look at Unlending, and click on the link. So very, very interesting information. Brent, when it comes to this type of uh, product and how it fits inside there, one of the questions came in, is this really ready to go? Is It's absolutely ready. It's been ready. And what we really get excited about, and I think the way to understand a little bit building off of Kevin's comment about you know, source data, truth data, and then how do you gain access to it and make it actionable for lenders and borrowers? That's our job. That's what we do. That's what I set out to do 13 years ago. And so this time that we're at is this same information. It's really about understanding the data itself, where it comes from. So if we have truth versus trust, the, mm -hmm. the source data I, 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 represents I the truth. I, I wrote an article about truth versus trust, and it's truth in data. So in order to become a non-fungible token, in order for even, let's just tangentially talk about crypto, in order for that to actually happen, source data, it's the source, the self-sovereignty of the data. That's what all of this is about. It's where it started. The germination of what we're talking about today started over a decade ago. Source data gives us greater purchase certainty. So when we take the source data and analyze it, so this is deep analytics and intelligence that goes into that simple, what we call a bank statement, right? What I recognize and what we have recognized with Freddie and working together it's the wealth of information that resides in this new data pool. It's a universe of data that's never been looked at because it's been trapped in a paper confine. Now, in the digital realm, because we're harvesting it digitally from the source, we know it's the book of record. It is the most accurate reflection of that borrower's asset information. And contained in that is a wealth of information to help that borrower achieve 
access to credit. And that's what these projects, these massive year-long projects are leading to is understanding that data to the point where we say, yes, we can rep and warrant this information. We've looked at it, we've tested it, ensured the security of the information, and we've actually created more security around it. If you think about security in the realm of this particular announcement, income based on your asset data, we're looking at direct deposit. In that direct deposit, not only do we see the name of the employer, we also see the amount of the net income that's coming in. We can see the recurring patterns of it up to a year. We're very able with intelligence, natural language processing and machine learning. There's no biases whatsoever assessed to the data. The data is not altered, manipulated, or changed, period, the end. It's just factual data with business rules applied that enable us to make these discernments. And when you think about the level of this announcement, what this really means is that it achieved a proof point that enabled one of the largest organizations in the world and purchasers of loans to make this discernment. Right. It's huge. And the only way you achieve these types of achievements, the only way we get to this point is through due diligence. It takes years and years and years of testing, of collaborating the information, of lenders who have participated. There's many lenders that should get kudos for having participated. But in the end of the day, it's ready to go. Why? Because we pull these accounts every single day by the tens of thousands. And so this is absolutely ready to go because it's a product you already know and love. You're using mm -hmm. it. We're yep. just extrapolating more information from it because of the intelligence. And all of it comes down into direct source data plus that straight through processing. These aren't paper reports that are floating through the ecosystem. These yeah. are not floating through the ether with customer information on them. This is a token. This token is actually being pushed through the system where Freddie actually receives a token of acknowledgement and then retrieves the data from FormFree in a direct API environment. It's the safest form of transfer of information that you can have. Yeah. And so yeah. this is what is so exciting about these things. There's so much beneath the surface that you can't even see. It's not just, oh, do an account check and get yeah. income improvement, but all the other things that come with it, the time margin, the time savings, which increases margin, right? So now it's an instantaneous review of this information, mm -hmm. and then it's an approval, which gives greater purchase certainty. Why? Because we understand the data. A couple of key words that you said were there, it's available instantly. It's in here. You have it. You have access to it. Yeah. And it just increases yeah. the, the whole trust and it reduces costs. Uh, Alice has got a question. I want to get over to Alice. Yeah. So as we look at what's typically on a bank statement, that would be my net paycheck. And so I'm curious how you make that adjustment. Do you actually have visibility into the growth and the whole paycheck? How are you making the adjustment for the fact that it's a net amount and all our ratios need growth? Great question. Yeah, so I can tell you we're going to have various different credit risk policy individuals working with lenders across the board. But to give you some idea, when you come up with your calculation leveraging a pay stub is through a series of steps, right? And through those series of steps as an ex-underwriter, I would have analyzed the pay stub. I would have looked at multiples. I would have looked at tax returns and all of the information that I would have had available to me, which will allow me to get to my summation of here is the income that would be leveraged for qualification. As we've heard Brent say, ability to pay. And what does that look like? And so from within Freddie Mac, we have have various different sources of information that's pulling from this direct deposit data that allows us to look at so many different things that we can come up with a calculation 
much like an individual would in that case. And where we may not agree with a client or a lender and, and someone wants to push for a greater usage of income, absolutely, we can support existing methodologies of underwriting from that point on. So if I'm understanding, we'll get the rep and warranty ba- or the approval based on your kind of backing in or grossing up based on algorithms and maybe some standard tax rate assumptions. But then from there, if we don't like that, we would then potentially say, I got a tighter deal than that. I need to actually go with true gross income. Then I would just pivot and get full documentation or get pay stubs and move on. And that's right. And I can tell you one of the big things that I would leave you with is I joined Freddie Mac almost four years ago. From that standpoint, I joined Freddie Mac because of the unbelievable positive momentum and culture that I could witness from my prior seat. And so when you feel that momentum, it comes with ideas. And so just as you identified, we have the ability and to work with lenders is to create a place where you can know that answer, not when the loan is in underwriting, but rather when the loan is at the point of sale before you ask for the documentation. And we can tell you that at that immediate point, so where you can determine, I'm going to collect documentation from a borrower, you already know where you stand. And that's extremely important and things that we're going to continue to evolve is how do we move things further up so that we can help you create that better borrower experience at all times to reduce the cycle time and to create that better experience as a whole. I love that. That's some real out-of-box thinking that most people wouldn't have thought of. Thank you for that. Jack, I know you had a question down the same vein that Alice's question. Do you have any other aspects of the question? My question really focused on the natural deducts that you're going to see from a paycheck to a direct deposit, such as employee stock purchase programs, 401k contributions. That won't be, you know, reflected in the direct deposit. Both of those, the borrower could terminate to create more disposable income. But I think that got answered when the comment was made that you can flip the gross. Yeah, you guys yeah. got it. And the thing that I would say more than anything is innovation is here and it's it's in front of us. And so what we have to do now is an opportunity to help folks implement because the success is real. This is something that has been piloted and the pilot lenders leveraging this have had great success. We've seen so much information come through that pilot and thanks to our regulator who we worked with to ensure that this was going to be something that is of value a reduction of risk, a reduction of cost, and created an opportunity to evaluate and access credit unlike it's ever been done before is a goal that we were extremely excited to be able to hit here. And then also just, I keep coming back, especially with the reduced cost component, speed and reduced cost, because we're in a margin crushing kind of narrowing business right now on that. Brent, I'm just depressed like heck at how you can seem to connect with and find these kind of opportunities. Several people have asked about the passbook and the token. If you could just touch on it, the listeners go back and listen to some other podcasts. Nikki will put in the show notes, put in those links to those previous podcasts when we get this published again. But Brent, if you could touch on that real, real quickly, because we got to wrap this up. Yeah, no, it's Passport. And it's much like your access to a foreign nation or carries with you the consumer's financial DNA. And what this is really building out towards, and you're seeing these two worlds merge together, but the mission that we carry is really democratizing lending for all borrowers. And that means understanding what that borrower's ability to pay is with capacity 
So capacity effectively in the accounting world alludes to, can I afford this particular loan? And what Passport is doing is effectively gathering all of this information on behalf of the consumer with their permission to understand asset income, employment, identity, liens and judgments, and credit, assemble it into a knowledge index, which effectively says, hey, I could effectively afford a $500,000 loan at this interest rate before I even enter into the loan process. So where these two worlds merge and converge is really by delivering that data to the consumer prior to even entering the loan process, that's a passport, and then having Freddie Mac be able to receive that data in a token form, that's the straight-through processing that is the effective non-fungible token flowing into the, the downstream users of that data. And so with permission by the borrower to share that information with the lender, lender then shares that information with Freddie Mac, and that is the flow. That's what we call straight yeah. through processing. And then that effectively gives you greater purchase certainty. It's all about risk. I mean, David, the way I break this down is Passport basically gives transparency to the consumer, to the borrower. I can know who I am and what I'm capable of. And then the lender can know who I am because we're strangers passing in the night, right? And then ultimately, who's taking all the risk? I think lenders take assume risk for a short period of time until such time as they make best efforts and then sell that loan. And then Freddie Mac takes risk by virtue of understanding, hey, I'm purchasing these loans. They meet the guidelines. We're all helping each other do the same thing. And it's really just a risk reduction and creating a more efficient market that reduces the cost and creates a much more seamless experience experience for everybody. It's just a better borrower experience for me, the borrower. I want to go through a, a simple process using my digital data and then effectively achieving home ownership without the biases. I mean, I'm a renter, let's just say, and I can afford a loan of upwards of $1,500 mortgage payments a month. I'm paying $2,000 in rent. All these things start to make sense. And what we are is exposing with intelligence, with just hard facts. This is factual information. There's no gray area <laughs> and there's no biases associated with the data. So Passport is effectively harvesting this information with the consumer's permission. Everything's permission. We're not reselling the data. We're not a marketing machine. We're not doing that. We are here purposely to help borrowers get into home ownership. Jack, I have any other wrap-up questions? Yeah. From a process engineering standpoint, I think that the verification determination of income during the underwriting component of the long throughput process from a time activity standpoint is probably the longest pole in the tent, guys. And it's exciting to hear. I mean, I can just see where this truthful data, and I just like the way you said that, Brett, is consumed in an underwriting bot, right? And we take something that was once the longest pole, and we can make it one of the shorter poles in the throughput process, saving time, saving money, and ultimately reducing the proclivity that a significant or material error is created in the origination process, ergo reducing risk. It's a win. It's a win, guys. It is an exciting time in the history of our industry. I mean, these are unprecedented times in the world, and we see a lot going on, both good and bad. But I would say that with respect to our industry, this is groundbreaking. Yep, it is. And I appreciate the work with Kevin, his team. I mean, there's hundreds of people that we should be thanking. Yep. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you, David, for calling attention no. to it and giving us this time. We're bringing it to our attention that we could share it with our listeners. It's excellent. Kevin, Brent, I just compliment you both on working together. Kevin, we want to get to know you. I tell you, you do a great job in this partnership, and I compliment you both for this kind of innovation bringing into, like Jack said, it's just groundbreaking. And Brent, you said it so well, changing our industry forever for the better. 
Excellent. Good. Appreciate it. Have a great week, everybody, and uh, appreciate you both being here. Next week, we've got Chris Zingo from Finastra, again, the largest fintech company in the world. We're privileged to have him as a sponsor, one of our anchor sponsors for many, many years. We're thrilled to have him there, but we're going to be talking with Chris about what he's seeing going on. Again, I'm joining the Finastra team down in San Antonio here this afternoon for the Independent Community Bankers Association, ICBA's lending conference that's going on down there. So for those of you listening, we'll look forward to seeing you there. And we're so grateful for Finastra and looking forward to hearing Chris's comments next week. Say a special thank you to all of our sponsors, Finastra, Lenders One, Mobility MMI, Modex, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, the Mortgage Cooperative, SnapDoc, Success Kit, Lender Toolkit, Penny Mac, Total Expert, and Form Free. We're so grateful for you, Form Free, and all the innovation you're bringing to our industry. Have a great week, everybody. Forward to seeing you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.